Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. I forgot what day it is on top of what year it is. <laughs> yes, it's rough at the beginning of the year. That's right. This is our first show of 2024. How was your holiday? It was good. Your birthday. I heard it was your birthday. <laughs> it was my birthday. It was such a nice birthday. Yes. Yeah, we went into New York City. We saw the Rockettes. It was a big party at my mother's house. Yeah. I was exhausted by the end, but it was a great birthday. And do you know what they're doing in Radio City Music Hall now? What? Projection mapping. Oh, yeah, I know. I was which there. I, which was pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah, so not only do they do it on castles, but they do it on the inside of movie theaters, uh, all sorts of parts of the show. We went to see the Radio City uh, Christmas Spectacular with the Rockettes. Right. And they do all sorts of projections. So it, it doesn't only happen on the outside of buildings. Because I know Saks Fifth Avenue has a projection show, too, where they project on the building. Do they? Um, but uh, it works inside, too, and it was pretty cool. It was great. Yeah. So enough about you. <laughs> uh, what's going on in the Parks blog? Um, they've released the new 2024 collections, and uh, I like them this time around. That's right. And these collections are for merchandise. Right. Sorry. Um, the uh, new 2024 collection includes Disney castles and icons. Uh, so we get a lot of looks at uh, Cinderella Castle, Sleeping Beauty Castle, uh, the various icons of the parks, including the Tree of Life, um, Spaceship Earth, mm-hmm. and what is Hollywood Studios icon? Now it's not the it's not the Tower Ears. Is it the Tower of Terror? It's the Tower of Terror. Okay, and that used to be the Ear, Earful Tower right. in Hollywood Studios. Um, lots of nice merch: T-shirts, backpacks, lounge fly bags, pajamas, coffee cups. Even ears inspired by the Disney Castle collection. Um, so if you are headed to the parks anytime soon, you might want to uh, check that out. You can also check it out on shopdisney.com. Very good. And we do not get any percentage of that. But not nothing. No, but this is a very nice merchandise line. A lot better than some of the stuff they've put out recently. Yes. So this is the biggest news we've heard in a while. Um, there are some new offers out, but the biggest one, the most exciting one, is for Disney Plus subscribers. Uh, it's a free dining plan offer. That's right. This discount is available today. Uh, and when you purchase a non-discounted four-night, four-day travel package with uh, rooms at uh, Disney Resort Hotels and a ticket with a park hopper uh, between July 1st and September 30th, you get a free dining plan. So that is, uh, that's a good deal. Dining plans start again on January 9th. Um, there's also a 2024 deal uh, where you can save up to 35% when you stay five nights or longer, and that is between March through October 3rd. Okay. So uh, if you're interested in booking any of those, you can reach out to either me or Cheryl. Very good. That's all the news of note in the Disney Parks blog. So what's happening over in Disneyland? There's some exciting new things coming to the Disneyland Resort in 2024. That's right. Uh, they've put out a schedule. Uh, we know that they put out their schedule a few weeks ago. Right. Um, but this is just a highlight, a uh, look at the highlights of 2024. Pixar Fest is coming to Disneyland Resort. That will be from April 26th through August 4th. There's going to be a new parade including Better Together, a Pixar Pals celebration. And then over at uh, California, I'm sorry, that is at California Adventure. And then Together Forever, a Pixar Nighttime Spectacular will return to Disneyland Park with new scenes. Uh, in early January, Disneyland, of course, will host their half marathon weekend. That will be their first run Disney event since 2017. Okay. So they have not uh, had racing there in a while. 
Uh, of course, they have Disneyland After Dark events uh, in, in you know, the, the beginning of the year. They're even going to have their first Disney Channel night on March 5th and 7th. Okay. Uh, what would Disneyland in 2024 be without mentioning Tiana's Bayou Adventure? Mm-hmm. That is going to open at some point in 2024. Uh, we're also going to see Disneyland uh, get a new destinations in Star Tours. And Ahsoka Tano is going to be adjoining the ride in the spring. Uh, the Haunted Mansion is going to be closed in Disneyland for a long-term refurbishment. Uh, that is so they can add uh, the, uh, new parts to the outdoor queue, and they're going to add a new retail shop as well. Uh, over in California Adventure, uh, there is going to be work started on the new multiverse attraction uh, that's going to be in Avengers Campus. And there was some content, concept art released in September of 2023. Uh, you're going to be jumping between worlds, um, and uh, it's not expected to open in 2024, but uh, ground ground break uh, breaking ground is expected to be happening uh, during this year. So All right, we've got that to look forward into in Disneyland. Very good. Is a part as a part of Pixar Fest. There's going to be a sculpture coming to Main Street. That's right. We just mentioned that Pixar Fest is coming to Disneyland between April and August. Uh, and as Cheryl mentioned, there will be a new Pixar Fest sculpture installed on Main Street. The sculpture is going to be located in Town Square, and it's going to feature, let's see, Remy, Squirt, Nemo, and Dory, May, Miriam, Priya, and Abby. Those are turning red characters. Not really too familiar with them. Uh, Doug and Russell from Up, Ember and Wade from Elemental, Woody, Buzz, and Jesse from the Toy Story franchise. Uh, this uh, sculpture is going to go pretty much where the Christmas tree is on mm. Main Street, um, just where, uh, I don't know, there's like the hub at the end of Main Street, right. the, the the entrance to Main Street. And then uh, Pixar Fest is going to be not only celebrated in Disneyland, uh, but in California Adventure as well, in the hotels and the downtown Disney district. Guests will be able to enjoy exclusive food, merchandise, and meet and greets with characters from Elemental and Turning Red. So Pixar Fest is going to be big. That's that's like what like five months. I do not like that sculpture thing. You don't? Not where it is, but it was like at the entrance to like Pixar Land or whatever they have over there. That would be different, but like right on Main Street like that. Right. It, it just ruins the look of Main Street. It does take away from that turn of that turn of the century yeah, charm. It's no good. Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind has a 2024 opening date now. That's right. We have previously mentioned that it would be closed for refurbishment beginning on January 22nd, and it has now been noted that the attraction will reopen on February 9th, so we're looking at about a two-week downtime. As long as it's open for uh, Pixar Fest. That's right. All right, that's the news in California, so let's head on over to Florida and see what's going on in Walt Disney World. You know what's tough about uh, the first show of the year? What's that? It's all about what's coming for the year. That's true. So let's talk about what's coming to Walt Disney World in 2024. All right, Disney World. Uh, in a couple, well, in a week from today, we get the return of the dining plan. We get the uh, dissolution of uh, the reservation systems. Right. So no longer do we need to make those. Park hopping, all-day park hopping returns, not just park hopping beginning at uh, 1 p.m. So that's that's exciting. There, of course, is the rumor, it's not really rumor, it was announced, but we don't have any details yet, that uh, Disney Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes are going to be improved for 2024. Mm -hmm. So that is going to be announced at some point during the year. Over in Magic Kingdom, just like in Disneyland, Tiana's Bayou Adventure should open at some point. 
the Country Bears musical jamboree is getting their big overhaul. Right. Uh, they're going to replace the current version with a show where they uh, the Bears sing uh, country versions of popular Disney songs, classic okay. Disney songs. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean Tavern uh, is in the works for Magic Kingdom. We're also getting an expansion uh, possibly beyond Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. So maybe they will, uh, you know, break ground on that. Over in Epcot, we're going to see the opening of Communicore Hall and Plaza finally. That will be the final element of the Epcot reimagining. Uh, Communicore Hall is going to house a permanent Mickey and Friends meet and greet along with uh, a gallery uh, mixology bar and demo kitchen because they will be using that for all of their festivals. We're also going to see the reimagining of Test Track, which will probably, uh, you know, mean that we're going to have a long-term closure. Uh, no date for that uh, when that's going on. Uh, Zootopia 3D show is going to replacing It's Tough to Be a Bug. Also, the rumor of Tropical America's Land and Indiana Jones replacing Dino Land USA. No firm details on that. Star Tours, of course, is also getting their overhaul, just like Disneyland and Disneyland Paris. Um, we're getting a new show called A Little Mermaid, A Musical Adventure in Hollywood Studios as well. Okay. Um, that uh, will uh, be exciting because that theater's been empty for a while. Hey, you know what's going to open in 2024? <laughs> what? Uh, the Cake Bake Shop by Gwendolyn Rogers. Sure it is. Yeah, that uh, that's going to open along with Blue Ribbon Corn Dogs. We're finally going to see the end of the Grand Floridian refurb. Uh, we're going to get the new cabins at uh, Fort Wilderness, mm-hmm. which really look more like little home, tiny homes now right. uh, than they do uh, cabins. So going to be busy in Florida. Yes. Disney World extended Magic Kingdom, oper- Magic Kingdom operating hours in January. That's right. From January 14th through the 20th, the Magic Kingdom will open at 9 a.m., but will remain open for an extra hour or two. Mm. Uh, from January 14th through 18th, the park will be open until 10 p.m., and on January 19th and Saturday the 20th, the park will be open until 11 p.m. Right. If you are a uh, select resort hotel guest, you will get extended evening hours on January 17th from 10 p.m. till midnight. Very good. Of course, what do I tell everyone? If you stay on site, what do you get in the morning? An extra half hour. You get early entry, so one half hour before the published opening time. One half hour before the crack of dawn. But Yeah, but you know what? That's, <laughs> that's magic time. It is. I mean, if you can get there... It's the best time to be there because there's no there's no one there. There's right. no lines. Even late at night, there's lines. But if you get there at rope drop, especially that half hour earlier, you can get in on so many rides before yeah. people show up in the park. You I know, agree. Probably three or four good rides. I've always said that if you get there at rope drop, within an hour and a half to two hours, you can do four to five attractions. Yeah, you'll do what you can do pretty much for the rest of the afternoon. Right. So uh, definitely worth doing. But you really have to, especially if you're something like Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. which normally opens at 8, so sometimes opens at 7.30. And, like, you know, you figure you have to, it takes almost an hour to get where you're going. Right. If you're um, using Disney transportation. Yeah, even if you're not. By the time you, you know, get out of your resort and into the car and drive where you're going and park and take the tram to the entrance and, it, you know, it takes a while. And then you have to be up at least a half hour before that. So figure right. you're up an hour and a half before you have to be there. So that's 5 o'clock in the but morning. it's so worth it. 5 a.m., people, get don't out of even, bed. Don't even go to sleep the night. <laughs> They're starting work near the... 
Dumbo the Flying Elephants area. They're working on the landscaping there, and they might be maybe starting work on Smellifants on Parade. That's right. Smellifants on Parade was released a few months ago when they made the announcement that Sensi is going to sponsor the, the Dumbo attraction, and they are the official scent of Walt Disney World. Uh, and as part of the announcement, they mentioned that they were going to be putting in a statue called Smellifants on Parade, which would be a multi-sensory uh, attra- uh, option. Act. It's not an attraction. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's a statue. Right. But you look at it and you smell it. Element. So Let's call it an element. Yes. So it's the smellifant. You can touch it. You can see it. You can smell it. You can smell it. And hopefully... You don't taste it. Well, if it's a bad enough <laughs> smell, you might taste it for a while. As long as you're not licking the statue. We're right. All right. And at Epcot, they're continuing construction on Communicore Hall. Um, they just put in more of those Spaceship Earth-style panels. That's right. That's the entire story right there. Okay, then. Even though the Disney 100 celebration is officially over, they have left some of the elements in Epcot. That's right. Uh, it has been noted that the Disney 100 statues and photo ops have not yet come down. And they are still offering uh, the Soren over California option. So, uh, you know, both were given, you know, the Disney 100 celebration was given an end date of December 31st, 2023, as that is the end of the company's 100th year. So um, who knows when this stuff is actually going to come down. So there's all sorts of decor, uh, including a, mur- a mural on construction walls uh, into the World Showcase. Um, Mickey and Minnie are still in their platinum uh 100 costumes, uh, and Soren California was there for a limited time, but it's not down yet. So maybe we'll get to see it when we go there next week. I hope so. I've seen enough of the um, Soren around the world. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen the California one in a really long time. You know when they're going to take it down? When? January 8th. Right before like we the get day there. day before we get there. <laughs> the menu at Roundup Rodeo Barbecue in Hollywood Studios has seen some cuts, um, so there's fewer... Family-style options. That's right. They've removed some of the uh, options for the sides. Uh, the removed items include the married spuds, which were loaded potato barrels, the force field fried pickles, the mean old potato salad, and campfire roasted vegetables. Hmm. Uh, so the only options for your side now are plant-based potato barrels. The... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What would be a non-plant-based potato barrel? You've got me. Okay. Um... The Claw Veggie Slaw, which is plant-based, Slinky Dogs Mac and Cheese, Buck and Baked Beans, which are plant-based, and Cowpoke Corn on the Cob. Okay. Uh, so you used to be able to choose which sides you received as part of your meal, uh, but it, now these servers are bringing what's available on the menu in case you have specific requests. So they've also dropped uh, the Rex's Romaine and Kale Salad from the Greens lineup. Your only options there now are Root and Toot and Tomato Salad and Wheezy's Watermelon Salad. So, uh, you know, this is not the first time that uh, they've made some changes at Rodeo Roundup Barbecue. You may remember back in May when they opened, they gave everyone a giant pencil to sign the check. Um, but they had to discontinue using those because guests were stealing them. Mm-hmm. I mean, how tough is it to, to realize that your guest is stealing a giant pencil? I know. Like, make sure you get your pencil back. Right. Stand there while they do it. I don't know. Disney Springs will be celebrating Wellness Month uh, throughout January of 2024. That's right. Wellness Month, presented by Advent Health, will take place throughout the month of January. They are going to offer fitness events, a relaxation, and self-care offerings. 
as far as fitness goes, they're going to be doing Fitness Fridays at the Marketplace stalls in Town Center. January 5th, they're going to do a HIT class. January 12th is Yoga at Lululemon. Uh, January 19th is Yoga at Fabletics. January 26th is Burn Boot Camp presented by Lululemon. You can reserve a spot if you go to the Disney Springs Instagram page. Um, uh, January 28th through February 3rd, MAC Cosmetics will offer complimentary makeup service. I guess, you know, part of wellness is feeling good about yourself. And uh, MAC is going to help you do that. So they're also going to do a Drawn to Life Fitness event where performers and production team members from Cirque du Soleil's uh, show there will demonstrate stretches and yoga poses, uh, as well as a series of bodyweight exercises you can do at home. That will be on Saturday, January 20th at the Waterview Park. And then last but not least, the relaxation, relaxation station presented by Advent Health will be a tranquil outdoor space offering shade seating and a place to enjoy the peace and quiet. I don't know that you can enjoy peace and quiet. No, there's definitely Disney there's definitely be somebody smoking a cigarette and a baby crying. <laughs> the Alex and Ani Jewelry Store at Disney Springs will be closing. That's right, and this is a permanent closure. They're going to well, actually, you know what? They are closed. Okay. They closed on January second, um, and this is not uh, you know to be not expected because Alex and Ani closed twenty stores and their headquarters in June of twenty twenty three. Uh, the Disney Springs location was only one of seven remaining brick-and-mortar locations that Alex and Ani had. Um, Alex and Ani items will still be available across the theme parks in multiple locations. They just won't have their own store for it anymore. Yeah, they're not quite the uh, popular thing they were. It was kind of a fad. It's one of those fads that uh, you were never into. Uh, anything that costs a fair amount of money. I think I had like two or three Alex and Ani bracelets. But uh, Are those more or less expensive than the Pandora charms? Less. Less, okay. Well, this is your favorite moment of the podcast every month. It is. The new cookie for January at Gideon's Bakehouse is a maple walnut chocolate chip cookie. That's right. This is available at Gideon's Bakehouse. This month's menu features Poppy, who is an ice fairy with a very warm heart. Uh, The maple walnut chocolate chip cookie is now available. It joins the original chocolate chip, pistachio toffee, peanut butter crunch, banana bread chocolate chip, cookies and cream, and triple chocolate cookies as the cookie of the month. Uh, Do we have any type of cold brew that's special for this month? Uh, They have the French toast nitro cold brew. I don't know if they always have that, but... Mm. um... That is a premium maple syrup with ground cinnamon, a delicious limited edition flavor for January. I'm all about the peanut butter one. There's your answer. So you will not be trying the French toast cold brew? No, I stick with what I know when it comes to my cold brew. All right. That uh, maple walnut chocolate chip cookie will cost you $6.92. I think the cookies went up. It seems like they did go up They a weren't bit. $6.92. I think they were $6 even, weren't they? Well, you know what? It was. It is the first of the year, so yeah. usually uh, you know, taxes can go up uh, depending upon... I what... feel like that should have been a big story. Well, well, we'll have to go back in the archives and look. Uh-huh. So we paused the show, did a little bit of research, and apparently the cookie prices fluctuate. While the majority of cookies at Gideon's are $6.00, uh, there have been a couple of cookies like the, what was it, the turtle cookie? Yeah, some of it looks like some of the specialty cookies, especially maybe ones especially with nuts, can be higher. So it's possible that the other cookies are still $6. All right. The feature pool at the Caribbean Beach Resort will be closed for refurbishment in early 2024. That's right. Not only the main pool, which is the Fuentes del Moro pool, but the adjacent spa pool is going to be closed as well. Uh, They have not given exact closing and reopening date, 
Uh, they just kind of gave the generic January through March uh, right. time frame. Now, of course, we'll be there in January, so hopefully we get uh, we get one day. But even if it is closed, uh, you know that is the main feature pool. But there are five leisure pools in each of the little um, neighborhoods or islands, whatever you'd call them, right? right. Little, little subsections of the right. resort. So let's jump into entertainment news. Uh, Anna Ophelia Merguia, who voiced Coco in the Pixar film Coco, has passed away at age 90. Oh, wow. If you remember Coco, she was the grandmother. Oh, okay. All right, that makes sense. I'm like, what? I don't remember the main character was old, but yes, you're right, Mama Coco. Yes, Mama Coco. So for the first time in forever, as the song goes, uh, Disney is not the highest grossing studio in terms of overall box office for 2023. Uh, That uh, that title went to Universal this year. It did? It did. Uh, Universal released 24 films that collected $4.9 billion in worldwide ticket sales. Uh, And this is the first time since 2015 that Disney was not the global box office leader. Now, Disney did come in second place. They released 17 new films, and they made $4.827 billion globally. So it's about an $80 million difference uh, with seven less films. So you figure even if Disney had one more film, Mm -hmm. they probably would have beaten Universal. Um, You know, there were some decent films, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, that performed well. Um, but Disney did have a lot of uh, a lot of stinkers this year. Ant Man and the Wasp, The Marvels, and Haunted Mansion all underperformed. Um, and the big three, once again, the first time in a long time that Disney did not have one of the top three films of the year: uh, Warner Brothers Barbie mm-hmm. at one point four billion, right. Universal Super Super Mario Brothers at one point three billion. And then Universal's Oppenheimer at $950 million. Right. So it's the first time since 2014, uh, of course, with the asterisks for 2020 and 2021, that there was not uh, any Disney movies crossing the $1 billion mark. Yikes. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a different world out there now in terms of theater. Step it up, Disney. Yep. Let's uh, now go over and see what our friends at Universal have going on. Nothing good, Tony. Nothing good. I know. Uh, Universal is no longer offering paper theme park maps as of January 1st. Yep, that was a rumor last week, but it was confirmed as of the first of this year. No more paper maps at Universal Orlando. Uh, The areas where they used to have studio guides, they now have QR codes. Mm -hmm. So you can go up to the QR code and uh, take a look at wait times, show times, maps, and more in English, Spanish, or Portuguese. All right. I, it's good for the environment. You know, there's a plus to everything. It's good for the environment, but bad for Tony's sake. <laughs> and Cheryl's scrapbooks. That's right. And that's not the only thing that disappeared from Universal on January 1st. Yeah, they ended the Sing It Acapella show. Um, there's also some other entertainment changes that are coming. That's right. Sing It Acapella had their last performance over the weekend. Uh, There's also a performance that takes place in front of uh, Mel's Diner that is the Drive-In and Dance, which is a 50s-inspired show. That is going to be ending permanently at the end of of January, uh, January 26th. Over at The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, uh, the Ragtime Gals are going to become a seasonal attraction. Uh, They have been there full-time. Also, the Gabby meet-and-greet with the dance party is going to be ending soon. However, the Gabby uh, meet-and-greet is going to be replaced when the DreamWorks Land opens in later in 2024. And then over at Islands of Adventure, Streetmosphere, Pirates, and Citizens at the Port of Entry are going away. 
So, you know, we've seen them do this at Disney where they've taken away the citizens of Hollywood. Right. And, uh, you know, a lot of the characters on Main Street, the mayor and, and all those uh, characters are, are now gone. Uh, it's it's part of the, you know, cost cutting, which lessens the park experience. It's making it into more of a theme park than like, you know, a multi... Multi-sensorial... Experience. Yeah. yeah. DreamWorks Land at Universal Studios Florida is uh, still going strong. That's right. Coming along with construction, there has been some new uh, bright colors added to the roof of the Troller Coaster Load Platform, and new tree stumps have appeared over in the area where they are building Shrek's house. Uh, You can now make out the top of his stump, and uh, they have added some detailed sculpting uh, around that stump. Uh, the stump and the house as well. So uh, no root word on when the DreamWorks land is going to open, uh, but we know it's being built because we can see it. Yes, we can. Yes. And then our last story today, if you are a premier annual pass holder at Universal Orlando, beginning in 2025, you're going to have to make a reservation to use your complimentary Halloween, uh, Halloween Horror Night tickets. Okay. Which it's funny that they're giving this notice almost two years in advance. Well, I mean, it's a big deal. And mm-hmm. it's possible that there's people who maybe wouldn't buy the annual pass if they knew that right. or whatever. Or would say when it came down to it that they wouldn't have bought it. So now mm-hmm. um, they're just sort of covering their bases, I think. Yeah. And uh, one of the past perks of being a premier annual pass holder is that you get one free night admission uh, for use on select nights only to Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, you'll just have to now make that reservation. That's right. You know where you don't have to make a reservation? Where? To join us on our next show. Oh, isn't that witty? Just show up when you want. Yeah. We'll be here. We sure will. The coffee's on. The tea is on. Mm-hmm. Come on right the, in. It's the, warm and cozy. The conversation's well, somewhat interesting. <laughs> Mediocre. Sometimes. But uh, we will be back on Friday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Beep, beep.